0: This is the Equip podcast from Cornerstone Church of Ames, a podcast designed to help you live a gospel-fueled and faithful life wherever Jesus has called you. Welcome again to the Equip podcast from Cornerstone Church. My name's Mark Vance. I'm the lead pastor here at Cornerstone, and today we are going to be talking about Advent. Advent. Whether you have started planning for the Christmas season or not, it is coming upon us shortly. And so what I want to do is before we all get sucked into the vortex of Christmas hustle and bustle, which is going to be upon us, I want to take a moment for us to talk about what Advent is, what it is, why it matters, and how you as a family could plan both some, some steps you could to, take and kind of a posture of your heart. So, that you don't just get sucked into this kind of cultural rhythm of activity that swirls around us at Christmas time. So, just briefly here, I want to talk first off what Advent is, because at least for me, I didn't really grow up with an idea of celebrating. Advent. We had Christmas and Christmas services in the month of December. We decorated our church, but I don't remember people using the word Advent all the time, and it wasn't something really on my radar. And so, if you're looking through the history of the church, really, what Advent is is on the Christian calendar. It can be the four Sundays, basically, between uh, Thanksgiving and leading up to Christmas and Christmas Eve. Or another way to look about it at it is just simply the the month of December is Advent season. And it's all about a celebration of anticipation of the birth of Christ. And so in Advent, as Christians, we kind of put our hearts into a posture of preparation. We think back on what it was like to not have the Messiah, to not have the Savior. We reflect on what the anticipation that the people of God felt, and we use this month of December or these four Sundays as kind of a steps in preparation for us to celebrate with joy the birth of Christ at Christmas. And so, Advent, in a way, is one way to look at it, is it's a historical celebration. We're participating in a way that Christians throughout the ages, really throughout the whole centuries and for millennia, have been celebrating the birth of Christ. But I think also what Advent is, is it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us as Christians to take this Christmas holiday, which in America has gotten so over-consumerized and over about material and physical gifts that we're giving one another, and actually kind of restore some of the spiritual wonder and awe that the birth of Christ should have. There's nothing wrong with Christmas trees and tinsel, They're fine things. I hope you enjoy putting that up in your household. I hope it's a celebration for you. But at the end of the day, Christmas has to, for the Christian, be about more than just velvet trees and tinsel, because Jesus is better than our holiday celebrations. And so when we use the word Advent and we prepare throughout the month of December, what we want to do is put concentrated attention, time, and effort to prepare our hearts, to prepare our families, to prepare our church, to rejoice at the birth of Christ and not get sucked into the consumer vortex of the Christian holiday in America. And so here at Cornerstone for Advent 2020, we've got a couple tools that we're going to try to give you. And I want to review those quickly on the podcast. You'll be seeing them if you come out to Cornerstone for services. And whether you're a part of Cornerstone or not, I think these tools are something that you can use to help you as a person, to help you as a family, to prepare for the birth of Christ. And what I want to talk to you about are tools that we're going to emphasize in terms of your plan, and then secondly, in terms of your posture your, your heart attitude. So let's talk about plans. What plans are you going to put into effect to prepare your heart for the birth of Christ? Well, the first thing I want to say is um, you're going to need a little bit of a plan. The holiday season in America, even in a weird 2020 year, it is so pervasively invaded by consumer and material practices, that if you don't do something to kind of shake you and your family out of that, you will just drift into celebrating Christmas like everyone else. And I want Christians to celebrate Christmas different and better than everyone else. And so you're going to need a plan for that. One part of the plan that we're going to emphasize this year at Cornerstone is using an Advent book or a devotional to help you have a daily reading, a daily way to set your thoughts on Christ. And so what we've done this year, there are tons of great ones out there. We've used ones from Tim Keller in the past, and this year we chose to use the book, Come Let Us Adore, which is by Paul David Tripp. There will be a link to that book in the show notes. You can purchase it on Amazon right now, get it for like 10 bucks. But if you're a member at Cornerstone and you're attending on a Sunday here, we'd love, we're giving these out for free as a gift to you. All you have to do, you don't have to give us any money, you just have to give us a promise that you will actually use that book. And if you're willing to, we would love to give that to you as a gift. Because one way to prepare for Advent is to just have a daily practice of remembering Christ of thinking on Him. That book is just a tool to get you into Scripture with some great reflections to prepare your heart and to remind you of the gospel. And another thing that that book does, one of the main reasons we chose it, is because the book that Paul David Tripp wrote, it has not only a daily devotional for you as an individual, but if you're a parent, every day has a reflection off that devotional that you could do with your family. And so, In your plans for Advent, the first thing I want you to have is a plan for some sort of devotional or way to enter into Scripture. I'd urge you to check out that book, Come Let Us Adore, by Paul David Tripp. But also, I don't just want you to have a personal plan. I think this is something where for parents, for husbands and wives, you need a plan for your family that's going to be robust enough to take them through the season. So the book we've got has readings there. But I love our our Cornerstone Kids ministry. Julia Brozomeli and her team have done a great job of compiling a whole list of different books that are available for Advent. If you're on the Cornerstone Kids newsletter... Um, They are going to send that out, all those resources out to you. I just want to highlight one of them. It's called The Way to the Manger. That's a book that, again, we'll link to all these in the show notes. We'll even try to give you a link, if possible, to the full list of resources that our kids team put together. But that's a book that you could read with kids. It really works for kids kind of grade school age and up. And it's just going to help you reflect on and think about the birth of Christ as a family. That book's really fun because it's got questions for parents and for kids about what was Christmas like for you? And how did you celebrate this? And what are your memories? And it'll just spark a ton of family conversation. Inside of Advent, you have an opportunity not just to prepare your heart, but to prepare your family. And through that, to get to know each other better, to have conversations around the dinner table. And so I'd love for you to have an Advent plan for yourself, but also an Advent plan for your family. One other fun note, our, our kids team is putting together this kind of like simple Advent tree where every day you make a little ornament that tells you another thing about the story of the life of Christ. It's a beautiful little gift that we're going to give out to families starting very soon here at Cornerstone. And it's a fun way for you, again, to enter in to prepare your heart. So you need to plan something to read personally. You need to plan a way for your family to engage. And you need to plan out a playlist. Now, this may not have the moral urgency of everything else, but people, Christmas music is a real thing, and it is to be delighted in. But I don't want you to abuse this. I happen to have a personal, uh, I don't know that I'd call it a conviction. Uh, I, just, I'm not, I don't think you're supposed to listen to a lot of Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Uh, that's not in the Bible. There's nothing in Christian tradition. I just don't like going into shop and hearing Christmas music in mid-November. I think we need to calm it down with that in American culture. So that really is neither here nor there. But when I say you should have a playlist, I know this will sound silly, but I actually think this is really an opportunity. One of the great gifts of having technology in our lives is that we can listen to music, and we can worship even on our own. And so Crystal and I, we've got this kind of I don't know what it's called, Amazon fancy speaker thing that, you know, listens into all our conversations and, you know, subtly uses that data to make sure we can be manipulated for consumeristic sales from Amazon. But in addition to that, it's hooked into Spotify. And when we hit Christmas, we have all of our favorite Christmas albums. And here's here's why I mentioned your playlist is I'm, all, I'm a fan of I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. Everybody, hopefully you're dreaming of, you know, tinsel toes or whatever the words of that song are, but there are so many songs that will set your heart to rejoice in Christ. Take some time and build out a Christmas playlist that isn't just Michael Blue Blade, jazz, whatever, but actually has worship songs that set your heart to reflect on Christ. I love the sentimentality and the fun memories of Christmas But part of Advent is an intentional focus on worship, not just sentimentality. And so a playlist that focuses on Christ is a way to set yourself up. So don't just say, Amazon, play me some Christmas music. Build a playlist that will focus your heart on Christ. All of those are just intentional plans that you can have for advent. And we're going to try to be walking through that every Sunday in December at Cornerstone is going to be themed around advent and we're going to be focusing on the birth of Christ, preparing our hearts to rejoice together. But the last thing I want to talk about then is not just a plan but a posture of heart. And here I've been reflecting a lot. You know, 2020 has given us a lot to grumble about. And if we want to focus on that going into the Christmas season, we we certainly can. But there's also so much. When you start to set your heart on the fact that Christ came, that hope was born, what I want that to lead you to is a gratitude that overflows into generosity. I want you to think about how can you develop a posture in your heart right now as a person, as a family, where you are more overflowing with gratitude than burdened by grumbling. What is it that you can do to daily in this season of Advent reflect on something that you are so grateful for? What is something that is a blessing in your life, tangibly, that you can reflect on, that you can thank God for? And how can you let that gratitude overflow into generosity toward others? Be generous toward your family. Get some great gifts this Christmas season. And don't make all of them just electronics okay? I, I'm, not, I'm not anti-electronics. I like electronics. I'm talking into a, an electronic whiz-bang device right now to record this podcast. But get gifts that are meaningful for your family. Take some time. Do that. I, I think that's beautiful. That's a, a great idea. But beyond giving gifts to your family, here's what I want you as Christians to think of in Advent. Advent is about preparing our hearts to see Christ. In Philippians 2, tells us we should look out not only for our own interests, but also for the interests of others. We should have that same mind in us that we see in Christ Jesus, who even though he was in the form of God, didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he humbled himself and took the form of a servant. Christmas is all about how Jesus looked beyond himself to us. And so, as we head into this season of Advent, I want you to have that mind of Christ in you, to let your gratitude in what Jesus has done overflow into generosity toward those around you. And in particular, in this COVID season, where we're heading into a little bit of a rough stretch in our communities and in our states, look particularly to people who are on the front line. Maybe you have a nurse or a doctor a respiratory therapist, a cleaning person who works at the hospital that you can care for, that you could look beyond yourself to. Like, for example, even this, this past week, what we did as a church at Cornerstone is we partnered with a local coffee shop that is in our hospital, Mary Greeley, and we did coffee on Cornerstone for all the workers there one day who are given so much for our community, and we just want to say, we see you. Jesus sees you, and we see you, and we care about you. We don't just want to look out for ourselves, but we're looking out for you. Our gratitude and their sacrifice to love our community overflowed into generosity. So what's something you could do for somebody who's on the front lines? Maybe for you, it's not a medical worker, it's a a teacher. Man, our teachers, I don't know if there is a more difficult profession to be in In the middle of this time of COVID crisis? People who are incredible educators, who care so much about kids, and who are working so hard, what could you do to tangibly say, I see you? I care about you. I'm thankful for you. How can you let your gratitude overflow into generosity? How can you involve your kids in that, parents? Think about it. Like, maybe you could go out and buy a few gift cards and put a couple cards out. And each week of the Advent season, you and your family could pray and think about who's someone that this week, we could bless them. We could say, we see you and we're thankful for you. I want you to look to the front lines right now, but I also want you to look to those who have needs right now. For me, um, one of the things I think about every Christmas season is an experience I had um, inside of one of our public schools. Um, I, I did things for several years where I would go in and just read with kids every week and um, try to help the teacher out a little bit. And one of those years, we had a, uh, it was like a Christmas shop that was set up at our, at our school where basically a little, there were little kind of cheap trinkets and socks and things that you could as a kid buy for your mom or dad and you could wrap at school and bring it home as a present. And I realized as I was volunteering and reading with these kids that a lot of the kids on the day when it came time to go into the store to buy a gift for mom or dad, um, there were a lot of kids who didn't have any money with them to do that. And I watched, and it really moved me. Multiple of our teachers here in Ames reach into their own pocket and make sure every kid had money to get something. It just helped me to realize again God's blessed me to be a blessing to other people. And there are people, I'm sure if we would just open our eyes and look, there would be someone around us that maybe they're not going to be able to bless their family. Maybe there's a a card you could write and stick some money in for a single mom this season. For someone down the block, maybe there's a a vulnerable elderly individual in your community that because of COVID isn't going to be able to be around their family this Christmas. And you could do something to say that we see you and we care about you. You could drop by a gift, you could make a special Christmas card, you could bake some cookies and deliver them around the neighborhood. I want us as a church this year to have a posture of gratitude that overflows into generosity. And here's what I know. If you're going to prepare your heart for Advent, Or if you are going to be generous toward others, you're going to have to have some sort of plan because if you just head into this Christmas season like every other one, every advertisement you see, every step you take is going to be telling you to think about you, yours, presents, tinsel, and you'll get so overwhelmed in the rush of the season that you won't think beyond yourself to the needs of others. And so, how can we bless this year, Cornerstone? As God has given to us, how can we give to others? How can we share? How can we look beyond ourselves? And how can we do that in our families? This Advent, my prayer is that as we head into the month of December together as a church, as we read this Christmas devotional together, as as families, we put together cute Christmas trees and Advent trees, and we do all these things, that God would fill us with a posture of gratitude that would overflow into generosity. So, This podcast needs to be a reminder. It's time to begin to prepare our hearts, put a plan together so that we can celebrate Advent and have a heart of rejoicing this Advent season in 2020.